You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, Heart of Tradition podcast here. Uh, Daniel, naturopath, uh, wanting to talk to you today about the flu epidemic and also coronavirus, SARS, COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, um, pneumonia. We could throw them all in there. We're kind of focusing on the lungs today. So just want to let you know about how um, to be prepared on your own without having to go through any sort of medical vaccination or anything else, um, you know, using, you know, synthetic drugs or whatever, one of the most important things to be prepared with would be magnesium. So the reason that um, there's so many studies on magnesium in the lungs, it's kind of mind-blowing. There's over 850 studies on magnesium on Medline, so it's the most studied mineral in the world, and there's studies all throughout different countries as well, in different languages, and, you know, it's, it's a kind of a well-known topic. Now, how this applies to the transdermal application is just another extension and also the extension of the purity of the magnesium. These, these, these elements are less discussed in the scientific world. They'll study just the molecule, magnesium chloride, boom, but you won't really have much on the purity of that same molecule or the origin or the, the non-refined, non-solvent extracted or any of the state of that molecule. Like if it's you know, if it's been not re- if it's been refined or solvent extracted, well, then it's going to have stuff attached to it that's been pulled off of it, uh, but that the the things that were extracted out, but that's not a perfect process, and so um, so it kind of becomes not sterile, but it's less uh, capable of interacting chemically uh, to the same way whenever it has the solvent extraction done to it. Say, for example, the solvent's going to remove potassium or some heavy metals or things that are present, bromine, or different things that they use um, um, solvents to treat the magnesium to get it to be into its just chloride molecule, like basic state, um, that that process is going to wash these molecules with a chemical treatment and a lot of those chemicals were not perfectly removed either, even though they say, oh, they're perfectly removed. At a molecular level, a lot of these chemicals stay to a certain degree, and they block a lot of these pores, and they create a magnesium, which will allow for magnesium deficiency to be covered in many cases. But the detoxifying cellular capacity of um, of the magnesium molecule to detoxify at that deep level, that purity in that non-refined state uh, will not be present in most of the products. And so that's because there's a less of a concentration on, on this type of um, selectiveness uh, and purity. So finding the right stuff is still going to be a key to get the right effect, the right overall effect. It's not just going to be, okay, magnesium chloride, got it. We're going to go get that. And it's going to work. And it's like, yeah, it kind of work. But it won't work to the level at which you want it to work uh, in the long term um, and with the same feel that you will have on that product. You see, like I took – I had a product that was sent to me that was of a 
lower grade than what we're using at the Zechstein um, inside um, certification, which is this pure Bishafit stone coming from Holland, uh, this enormous discovery of just pure magnesium chloride, see like a kind of a clear stone that, that dissolves into water and that's all we put in our products. We don't add anything. And so um, this other product that was sent to me from the Dead Sea or whatever it was had all these bromine and, and, and things that were extracted out of it. I, I know that because I know the nature of the Dead Sea and, and so they were able to pull all these things out of it and and get get it down to a safe level um, but you know when I was using the product I had itchy skin I had a, you know and maybe someone that doesn't know the difference who knows how their body will react but because my body totally knew the difference from using the other products all the time um, I, I sensed it immediately and there was this itchy skin there was this kind of like feeling that it was not right for, for the body um, and then the itching wouldn't stop so I kind of knew that okay this is a different type of product and that's most of the products that are floating around they're just generic USP grade not 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 discerning uh, of origin or you know it's just the molecule so be careful with that so as we go forward you know this coronavirus scare that we have going on right now will probably be used to sell a lot of vaccines and medicine or something at some point which is what scares me about it um, and hopefully they won't be able to force that on anyone I mean that doesn't seem logical even in a state of panic this the Constitution does permit for the protection of property and your person which means that they can't force any of these things um, they, and they know it, actually. It's just they, they can force it through you education system. Okay, if you don't go to our, you can't go to our schools that we set up if you're not vaccinated and stuff like that. But they can't force it into you. So you have to know this as part of the law and be able to fight those things. But so um, the coronavirus epidemic is, is, is very much a, um, a big phantom. You know, I think it's, it almost feels like a perfect timing to, to try to, shift it's like the new the new paradigm shifter on the economy and stuff to where we you know it kind of forces i mean who knows they try to force the elections to have to not be able to vote you know to, to scare some sort of panic i don't know what's going on but it's just the timing of it always throws me off and so um so right now i just um the coronavirus you know which is spread through the the lung system um, typically I mean of course there's germs on your hands and things like that but in general it's coming through the lungs and the breathing and and the mouth and lungs and and so um, the protection from this is to be have a high level of magnesium in the lungs uh, the magnesium uh, even in it's without even knowing much about the lung magnesium relationship you can understand what the magnesium has the bottle itself uh, is it, it lasts 250 million years. It doesn't change. It's never modified the molecule itself. It's totally antibacterial. No bacteria can live in that bottle at all. You can pour it on the floor and leave it for 20,000 years. It will never change. And I mean, it will try to absorb water from the atmosphere to a certain degree because that's the nature of it, but it won't ever change um, its, its intensity or, or what it does. And so this antibacterial property that magnesium has just like you could say I guess a concentrated salt would have you know no bacteria can live in that presence or life or whatever they say um, you know like the salt marshes and things like that there's like you know it's like there's no, not much life there so 
Um, so this property that it has to to as an antibacterial is quite um, powerful. And so the distri well distribution of magnesium throughout the lung system is going to create a very strong internal system. Now we always think of the external system in the sense that, oh, we have to put a mask on our face and not get the bacteria in. Now there's a lot of theories on the fact that we don't just pick up things because they come in our mouth. They, we pick up things because our body um, can use them to detoxify things that it, the body can use viruses and things if it needs them to detoxify certain things. And so sometimes these collective flus and things that kind of, you know, thin the herd to a certain degree, like they kill off, I guess, some of the weaker, um, the, the older and some of the weaker children and things like that. Um, they could also be contributing to, um, helping the gene pool from, going too far into a weaker um, um, constitution. Now, I'm not saying that that's negative or positive. I, I'm not, no, who would be happy about losing a child or a grandmother? No. But what I'm saying is, is that we have to be not, not childish and simplistic about what nature, how nature works. I mean, you know, if, if a mother swan sees her baby swan, like walking funny, we can't detect it, that, that funny walk. We can't see what she sees. But if she sees it, she'll kill the, the baby. And so you could say, oh, that's cruel. No, it's not. They're protecting thousands and millenniums of gene pool, uh, of their gene pool for millennia. And so uh, it's not like cruel. It's, it's something that's part of nature. So um, so the, you know, even the American Indian tribes knew that the flu and these types of things that would happen were healthy for the tribe and, and it would, you know, bring back more strength and stamina for those who survive kind of whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger type of thing. But, but so there's a need for a cooperation with viruses and things that happen naturally in this world and not just to vaccinate everything and, you know, ever since we started vaccinating children, we've had an explosion of asthma and all these other conditions that that used to not exist because the the body would go through its whooping cough or whatever it was, and it would fight death. As a young child, a seven year old would would face death to a certain degree in himself, metaphysically. Even though you know a flu, like a, a, a an intense flu, feels like death to a child, and so. Um, and he would face that and he would come out the other side. And that victory was a victory for the body too. And so that stuff that we try to avoid because we're afraid to have, ever have anyone go through anything that's challenging if we can help it um, in our you know, kind of frenzy to control reality um, creates uh, a world in which those things that should have manifested and been fought through um, – they stay unfought and thwarted and subliminated into the body. And so then they manifest down the road as, as more chronic conditions and slow terminal conditions. And so we have to be careful with like um, trying to uh, eradicate what was here to help us have these um, markers of overcoming and strengthening of the body, actually. You know, it's just like, you know, if you if you don't cut the grapes on the vine, they start to become really flat and and they they, they they're not as um, robust and they don't have as much flavor. I mean, this is well known about grapes. So 
Um, there's not as many numbers, you know, not as much abundance and all of this stuff. So we have to cut, you know, it's the same with roses or anything else. Like there's a reason that we, that, that, that's how nature works to a certain degree. There's kind of a challenge response system that we can't overcome through vaccines or trying to shut it all down. And even if we do, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're figuring out a lot of the people that are having these measles outbreaks since the measles kind of vaccines that they've been trying to push um, are people who've been vaccinated for measles. So it's a lot of it doesn't make sense, but of course they will never tell you that they don't, they don't publish that part on the news. You know, they, they leave that part out, um, cause it doesn't fit. So, um, coronavirus and SARS and the flu and all these things, um, can be overcome with magnesium. It's a very simple solution to have at the home. Now, in France, they're much more further along in this magnesium chloride understanding. They just, a lot of the scientists there um, had developed a lot of this research um, during the First and Second World War. The soldiers would take these magnesium chloride pills or powders or whatever it was in order to help them. And so what was happening is, you know, they would take, I guess, a packet and some water and then they would drink this kind of somewhat bitter water or whatever, but not too bitter though, because that's dangerous for the kidneys, but they would just get it right on the line where it was almost tasted like a, a, a very heavily mineralized water and not so bitter and so or sometimes a little bitter in these times of, of need where things are a little stronger and and so they would drink this and they had amazing results on just be just to the simple fact that the magnesium deficiency was being addressed um, and so it was allowing that magnesium to go in there and fight I personally after years of experience have realized along with a lot of other people that the transdermal route is much more powerful way to do this same thing without harming the kidneys see that's the thing is you can do the bitter water route but the problem is is, is not only is it very chemically um, laden these types of chloride, magnesium chlorides with a lot of heavy extraction and solvent extraction and there's a lot of water used. There's so much waste in order to pull this stuff from, from the potassium and the chalk and all the things that they find it in on a basic level because they haven't found the white gold that we have found, this kind of clear stone that only nature can provide. And, and there's a ton of it underneath Holland, underneath the whole of the, the North Sea. So it's a huge discovery. Um, it'll never be extinct or exp uh, um, th thousands of years of magnesium. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's an enormous discovery. And so um, more like a gift of nature than, than, oh, this is just another exploitation or whatever. It's like, no, we have to learn to be smart and use the things that nature pops up and does these little, da -da, look, check this out. You need this. You know, it's like a video game. We have to be able to use these things properly. And so learning about them is part of that. And um, so um, the, during the war, they figured out a lot of things with this magnesium molecule. There was a lot of researchers, um, Dr. Thale, Neville, um, Robinet, uh, very famous people that had come online to, to figure out um, what was wrong how this affected everything. I mean, they, they even did soil samples of, of France, all throughout France, that that um, that patterned exactly the cancer cases um, map. So the cancer cases map and the soil deficient magnesium deficient map uh, lined up perfectly. I mean, it's almost uncanny how, how they lined up. And this was in the 30s, you know. This was before we had all this imported, you know, bottled waters and all these things that we do that could throw off that local color whereas there they they really had an uh, a reflect 
um, um, a reflection of the um, the state of things because there was less of the importation at, at that exact time. So people were drinking their own water from that region. And the food was from that region. So there was kind of a deeper connection. So now, how does this work in the lungs? I mean, there's a lot of ways. One, the metacholine in the lungs is capable, is, is the chemical which is helping to open up the lungs, the vasodilation. This is uh, increased by having uh, optimum magnesium levels. So this allows for the, the lungs to have a, a, a greater elasticity. This is, magnesium has also been studied in, in many cases of um, emphysema, you know, um, where this same elasticity is part of the problem. This mechanism is kind of breaking down in certain areas. And so magnesium has been known to help there. Not only does it help in the lungs in a general way as being an anti-inflammatory and uh, acid residue chelator, um, pulling them out um, and toxic contaminant uh, from the air chelator as well, um, but it also acts as an antibacterial um, at the same time. Uh, you know, metals have this strange role with bacteria, which is quite impressive. I mean, uh, just on another note, like if you know that a lot of doctors in the surgery rooms, they have these copper plates uh, on the on the on the doors when you come in and out. And the reason is because bacteria cannot live on copper. It won't, it won't, it won't, it won't even live for a second. And so people can touch their hands all they want onto this surface, this copper surface. And in general, um, you know, unless there's some sort of, you know, dirt or something that just is allowing that to not be on the actual surface, um, um, the bacteria won't survive. They won't survive on that surface. So there's a strange connection between the minerals and, and the, the eradication of bacteria. Um, so, um, so you have this many applications used for the flu. Uh, even in uh, St. Luke's Hospital in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they had 140 patient admissions for COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary, pulmonary disease. And they found that low serum magnesium levels resulted in 77% higher readmission rates for the acute pulmonary condition. Um, and these researchers commented that the lower serum magnesium level independently predicts readmission for COPD. And this is an easily modifiable risk factor. Um, so, you know, there's only 3% of the laboratories in America actually test for magnesium, do magnesium blood tests, do, do the right one. There's, there, there's a lot of magnesium. You can take magnesium blood tests anywhere, but the, 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 the red blood cell test, which is done in the skin, not through the blood directly, but through the, the cells in the skin, um, this test is only done by 3% of laboratories. So we're still at a very small understanding of what's happening here. And, and of course, there's forces that would like to just keep it from, you know, com coming to the surface. So, um, so the magnesium ha plays such a key role <clears throat> in the detoxification, in the, uh, the bronchodilation, the vasodilation, uh, opening up, allowing for that elasticity, you know, magnesium plays an interesting role in the teeth because the teeth are made of calcium and magnesium <clears throat> and other things, other minerals. But 
um, the calcium acts as the hard part of the tooth and the magnesium acts as what you could call the flexible, more soft part of the tooth. I mean, it's not masculine and feminine, but there's this notion that it kind of, you know, adds to the flexibility, but the flexibility makes the tooth even harder, right? It makes it stronger where it's not brittle or whatever. Um, so this can be used, um, you know, this, this type of elasticity and flexibility and, and these type of words can be associated with magnesium and how it operates in the body. It, it also is very circulatory. It, it increases circulation. It, it, it has a dilation principle um, as well, like opening up channels to allow for the chelation. For it, The chelation is one of the key elements of magnesium and how it pulls toxins out of the bloodstream or out of the sweat, you know, the muscles, the, you know, this magnesium pump when we have a cramp. So, you know, you have this acid residue, this to this toxin in the muscle, and then... Um, uh, lactic acid, whatever it is, but this thing is sticking to the magnesium. The magnesium is pulling this back out through the sweat glands and we're getting it released. You know, if you're a heavy runner, kind of marathon runner, you're going to be having magnesium coming out of your pores basically to a certain degree um, because that's all where it's it's releasing itself. And so these people are very magnesium phylo uh, lovers of magnesium. So uh, magnesiumophiles or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, so they know about this almost instantaneously. You, you don't have to convince them very much. They just know that they need it. So think about this. You know, when it comes to coronavirus, when it comes to all these diseases, you need to be prepared from the inside. Um, that's the first and foremost, like getting those levels up. Six months of treatment on transdermal magnesium, Zextine inside, glass bottles only. So that way you don't have endocrine disruptors in the product. That way you can pull out endocrine disruptors from your own body much easier because they're not staple to the product through the leaching of the plastic. So, and it's also more aesthetic, more ecological and everything else. There's just thousands of reasons. Just go with the right thing. Um, <clears throat> so come to our site, theheartoftradition.com, check this stuff out. I mean, it's like 50 bucks for a year's worth of treatment. I mean, if you do like two bottles a year, which a lot of people do like four months, if you're a sport person, they do it all year long. But even if it's more than that, even if it's a hundred bucks, it's like $3 a week. It doesn't matter if you, if you want to use it, it costs $3 a week because it's very concentrated. One bottle goes two months. So it's very concentrated. So in order to get the daily dose that you need. So it's not expensive. It's just you have to know about it. Keeping your body up to the highest levels of optimal magnesium in the bloodstream will contribute through the transdermal system, especially on the lungs themselves and even on the throat and the chest and everything. This is going to bring that magnesium through acidic processes and fat um, um, I guess you could say liaison processes in the skin, which are going to allow that chloride molecule to be absorbed into the lungs properly. You know, the skin has all of that fat and acidity at a certain level. It protects us. It's a layer. It's not only a filter, but it's also a protective layer. And so it's it has a capacity to, through acidification processes and the fat liaison, to bring that magnesium chloride model deeper into the body and allow it to be assimilated perfectly instead of taking pills, which are trying to emulate that same process, <laughs> with the exception of the fact that pills are very modern when it comes to taking magnesium. Our ancestors did the food and they did the, the, the spa and bath, Greek uh, and Roman bath culture. That was what they did. And they knew about all these mineral-rich waters, and they would take huge efforts to be able to bathe in them. 
annually. And so there was like the whole Roman Empire was set up around these baths and and um, these enclaves, these areas in Spain and France and uh, London and Belgium. And I mean, look at the names in, in London. The name of the place was called Bath. That's where we get the that denomination. I mean, that's where that not the word came from, but that's where you know, this kind of aura around the bathing ritual and what it can do for you came. And also through spa. The name spa is an actual place in Belgium. Um, you also have Magnesia in Greece, which is where the whole thing kind of originated. So look at this wisdom, you know, and put it all together. Allow it to sit, sink in. Get yourself a bottle and come and take care of yourself and protect yourself from the inside. That way, when these things come around, you are already protected to a certain degree. Um, to a high degree, actually, and your immune system will be um, running smoother whenever it has the right amount of magnesium in the body. It's the number one deficiency. So once that breaks down, a lot of other systems break down. So be smart and uh, don't be afraid. You know, that's the whole thing. They're just trying to get us to think this, that, and the other. I mean, the coronavirus is just a nothing burger. It's, it's, it's probably set up to help us drain, to drain the economy because they're trying to stop the economy from going forward. They may have their other reasons for it, but there's a lot of, or vaccines or sales of vaccine, whatever it is. But like, don't be afraid. This thing is like the flu kills 50,000 people a year. You know what I'm saying? So we're not even near that. So you, you, the flu would be much worse compared to this thing, at least statistically so far. So don't let the hype and, and, and everything scare you and uh, keep moving forward. Heal the inside, the internal um, system with the trifecta or the, the, the um, what I like to call the threefold remedy, which is the magnesium, the vitamin K2, which comes through emu oil or um, uh, which you can find at, at a, a brand called Walkabout and um, co fermented cod liver oil. These three together can fight anything, especially over time. They build up the body's system uh, in, uh, they pull you out of deficiency, which is the key to overcoming disease, is to not be deficient um, and to be aware of um, the environment, meaning, okay, input, output. So you have your output is coming from not, not being deficient. If you have no deficiencies in those key areas, K2, magnesium, A, D, E, K, and all those things that are coming through those the threefold remedy I just mentioned with the magnesium being the third piece, so this body, soul, and spirit remedy coming together um, allows for the internal part, your part, to be um, to output properly. You can you can handle what's coming in, right? And so there's nothing limited on the inside. Now, so and then after the outside is the second part of the mystery. You have to understand what's coming in from the outside um, and stop that. Everything from 5G to to um, buying an IQ Air purifier, one for your car possibly too, and, and, and learning how to stop what's coming in from the outside. So once we start um, water you know, um, filtration and, and even drinking only glass bottled water from historic sources, so uh, even for cooking. Um, so once these ideas have been understood, the inside and the outside start to become less of a challenge. So come check us out at theheartoftradition.com.